were you born? Oh, I was born in Goldsboro, North Carolina. Where? Oh, I think the address was at, you know, where I'm born at home in Goldsboro, North Carolina, uh, deli delivered by a midwife. Not at, not in a hospital? No, girl, hospitals didn't start for a long time. Black folks back then couldn't go to no hospitals. <laughs> I think maybe the, the hospital might have started with Adel or Ella, one of them. So no, we couldn't go to no hospital. Okay. The only hospital we could go back then was Cherry Hospital. All right, I guess the next question is tell me about your parents or your family background. Tell me something about Mr. Ken and Miss Ether. Okay. Well, let's see. Kenneth's uh, parents were Joseph and Vera Bryant, and he was in World War II. Uh, yeah, World War II, and he landed on the Normandy Bay Beach. That's where he was in that uh, the, with the colored soldiers. And Ma worked at uh, Seymour Johnson Air Force Base uh, till her children got about until she got about five children. After that, she stopped working. Uh, out of Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. That was when she was young. That was when Dad was over. They weren't married yet, and that's when he was overseas. So when he got got back from uh, Germany, that's when they got married and started having children. But how did he meet? How did how did how did they meet? High through high school and community, basically through the high school friends in the community. They want that many. Uh, church folks or saved folks back then anyway so everybody knew everybody they lived on Olivia Lane and she lived right there at uh, 708 Slaughter Street oh right around the corner from each other yeah, yeah. okay mm -hmm. alright so they are originally from Goldsboro yes okay. no Ma was born in Dudley okay and uh, when, at, when, when her mom and dad moved up to Goldsboro and he built the house they lived on <coughs> Elm Street for a little bit at another little small house around, and I don't remember who whose house it was, but they built. They lived on another little house, and then uh, he, uh, Papa built the built seven hundred eight Slaughter Street. Yeah, and you remember when? Uh, I'm not gonna ask Adi question at him just to get an idea. Uh, when did they get married? When he got back, you said. Yeah, when he got back, I had this figured out by this. So I think she was. 25 and so I have this uh, you know and she was she was born in 20 what, what? she was born in 23 so you write it down you figure it out she was born in 23 um, he, she, he was born in 23 and he was born in 22 and I was born in 48 and they got married uh, about a year before I was born I had to figure it out but I don't remember exactly what it was did you know? Did you? Did she ever tell you where they got married? At? Where they got? All I know was in Goldsboro. No, uh, uh, they didn't show all of that. Did no. they say who married? Did she say who married them? You know what? It's actually on their marriage license. Oh, okay. And you okay. can probably could probably go into that uh, you no, know, in your ancestry and look and look at the marriage license. Okay. Yeah, it's there. Then, okay, it was asking what did your parents do for a living? I don't well, remember. Dad, Dad was uh, retired, uh, you know, not retired, come from the war. He was a carpenter. That's what he did. Carpenter built a lot of things within the community. And Ma, after she started having babies, uh, she would do just domestic home home 
Let's see, homemaker. That's what she was, the homemaker. What do you remember about your grandparents? What I remember about my grandparents? Okay, now, uh, Herbert Hobb, I just remembered that he was so tall, it felt like that he reached the sky, because I was young <laughs> when I used to, you know, I was around him then. He's like he was the tallest man in the world. I, the best thing I can remember, that little uh, walkway we had, I do have a vision, a really deep vision of me standing on the, on the sidewalk. Uh, not, and, you know, you step right off the sidewalk into the streets back then. But it seemed like he was so tall all the way up. But he, Dad was tall, too, so it might have been Dad in my vision. But I do remember him. Uh, he wasn't a drinker or a smoker or anything. like that. He was just a quiet man, and he loved to uh, always be building stuff. I can remember that. And Mama, she was just... Uh, she always had a bunch of ladies over on Wednesday when they had the, like the, they had like a gathering or Bible study, whatever they had at the house on Wednesday. And she liked to sew a little bit, quite a bit. So, and she did some gardening. I do remember that. And she had a bunch of chickens. <laughs> and you know, in the backyard, it used to be like a shed, and that's where the chickens slept at night. And then during the daytime, she would just let him out on the on that little side. I don't know if Stanley ever showed you. He found the side, the old sidewalk that's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's still there now. I told Stanley to put a circle around it so nobody don't dig it up. We keep that sidewalk. They said, "What story do you hear about earlier? Whom you never knew." You know, you know, I guess basically, basically about Moses McLaren because you know more about my side of the family instead of dad's side of the family. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that much about dad's side of the family except uh, I don't know if I'm ever meeting him. I do remember, like his his grandmama. If I met her, I don't remember. Like dad, grandmama. I just remember uh, uh, when you say grandparents. I remember Daddy Joe. He, I do remember one good thing about him. He. he had a hog farm somewhere outside of Goldsboro, and uh, he would kill the kill the hogs and bring them. And in the backyard, from he had like a smokehouse, and from that smokehouse up to the house, they used to have a a, a heavy duty line made out of wire. They called them clothesline back then, but it was a wire clothesline that went from a smokehouse over to a big bug, big pole, and it was strong enough to hang about four hogs, and they would split them down in the middle. And those four hogs would be hanging up there some kind of way they had them up there. And they would split them down in the middle and then put that bucket, a big tin tin bucket there. And with that tin bucket, they would just pull out all that guts and they fall right in the bucket. I, I do remember that. Hmm, I didn't yeah. know about that. Okay, what about uh, uh, Mom Vera? I don't remember. I don't remember much. You know, I know she dipped snuff and I didn't like her. That's about all I remember. <laughs> And she was very mean. They called her mean then. But she <laughs> she would just talk all the time. Talk, talk, talk. I know mama didn't like her. <laughs> I knew that. Because Ma always talked about her mama and dead mama never got along. Oh, they did? They didn't get along because she was Baptist and, and mama then was Pentecostal. So they didn't get along. Okay. Yep. Because them Baptist folks, they, they can drink and do whatever. Yep. Okay. 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 One of the questions is how many children are in the family? 
in, in, in my family? Four, in our family, in our family. Yeah, yeah, it was 14, 14 children. And they said, where do you line up? You know, and I was the oldest. I was the first one, yeah. For some reason, I always thought Howard was the oldest. I don't know why. I do not y'all told me that I do not know why y'all thought Howard was the oldest. Howard, mean, Howard, Howard, the oldest. Howard was the third one. Lean Lot Howard and Ray. I could always remember I never forget that. That's how I always remember Lean Lot Howard and Ray. Okay, it said describe the house you grew up in and, and describe your room if you had your own room. Well, let's see. The house that I actually grew up in, y'all have to help me with the numbers now. Uh, let's see the house that I grew up in. Now we, li I was born on Elm Street, and that was uh, like a duplex, a, a big tall uh, two floor duplex. And on one side of the duplex was the Dudleys, and on the other side we lived on on that side. We had a big backyard, and I do remember this with a lot of pears with a couple of pear trees because I remember this one really good. I don't know where you can work this in, but I remember this really good. Constance, this is going to be hard to transcribe because I got that uh, twang on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be fine. <laughs> and with, with the uh, pear tree, I remember one time while Dad was going to work, it was a great big old snake uh, about, I, I'll say about 10 inches round, and Mud called somebody and they came and they killed that snake crawling up the back door. And I can remember how the snake looked, but we, uh, after, I think in 1952, I believe that's when we moved to the projects because that's when they were built, you know, for, for all the black folks, you know, cause we didn't have that many houses in. That's when the, when Roosevelt started doing the, the, uh, new deed thing, whatever he was doing. And that's when he started, uh, Giving, giving out not food stamps, or giving out uh, stuff, fruit, food boxes, and stuff like that, and they built the projects. Okay, so what was it free? Was able to uh, deliver the project free, or was it based on? Uh, no, your income. In it was based income. on income. Strictly all about income. your income. Yeah. Okay. And you know, and income. Dad worked with uh, carpentry, and he also worked. He worked doing carpentry work, and that Budweiser company. He worked with that in the warehouse. All right, because I was talking to them sisters, and you know, it was a lot of us. And I, I for some reason, I never felt poor. But, but one of the questions, uh -oh, is, is, okay, go I, ahead. I, I, I didn't feel it because I was asking about the family economic circumstances and stuff like okay. that. And do you remember money being tight and stuff like that? I, I'm sorry, I do grew up in a project. Oh, okay, let me see. I this just way. don't remember. I just don't remember. Well, there, there was no we're in our culture. There were some people down out and truly poor, but we're from a class of people that could not see poor because we worked we we my mom and my and dad mother didn't work but they worked the family that didn't have children their sisters and brothers on both sides that they, they didn't have children they helped the others so okay. uh, i never saw poorness either i never saw a day hungry either but it was a whole lot of children that was just not in our culture we went down and out and and one thing about it our daddy did not allow mud to go and get no assistance nowhere he worked and fed his children. Okay. I don't know if they were doing food stuff, but no, they were just only doing food boxes back then. And he would and free food that uh, cheese and that uh, canned meat and stuff like that. And he would let us. His mother didn't go get it, but she always had people to giving it to her. Like Aunt Louise, she 
go stock it up and some of the other ladies uh, around in the community that will go get it and just give it to mud. Yeah. Uh, okay. It said it was what were your duties around the house? Uh, when did you learn how to cook and who taught you and all the other special food? Uh, okay. Well, let's see. The duties basically around the house for us to, to keep keep the house clean because I we and since I was the first and there were so many kids, you know, like coming right over. Every year, Mud had another kid. Every <laughs> every year for fourteen years. And so that was pretty much all my life because uh-huh. when I left I left there when I was 18, 19 years old so every year even before I left she, the last one she had was Trawler and I, I think that was in uh, Trawler uh, is three years older than Verland I had Verland in uh, 67 so Trawler had to be born somewhere around 63 so for every yeah. year from yeah. 48 to 63, Mud had another child, you know, like look, <laughs> a few months, a few things in space of that. But uh, as far as duties, just general duties, the, the girls always did the cleaning in the house. Uh, those that's able to clean, the little bitty ones, of course, they didn't do anything. But I know me and La and uh, Adele, we did a lot of cleaning back in the days and cleaning that kitchen. Uh, let's see, cleaning, cleaning, cleaning the kitchen. And the boys always did the floors. That made Howard and Ray always on Saturday. That was their job was to mop that floor and get down there and wax. And on Saturday and wash the baseboards. The washer kept kept everything clean and it had perfectly clean all the time. And as far as cooking, learn cook how to cook from more mud. I do remember on Saturdays. I remember this bunny and I just love it. I used to tell Kane all the time on Saturdays. I would make 100 biscuits. I, I'll never forget that. 100 biscuits on Saturday mornings when we had we had that. Uh, I guess you call it nine. The fat backs. Dad used to slice it real thin. Yeah, that yeah. Old slab of it. He slice it real thin. And some bacon and either some grits and some syrup. That's what we would have. A, a basically basically around the same thing on Saturday mornings. I just remember cooking and uh, we learned how to cook cakes and look everything that uh we had but taught us how to do it but taught, at least she taught me she taught a lot lot of forgot lot didn't like to do kitchen stuff so she'll clean up before she do kid cooking uh <laughs> ella started early too ella started real early in cooking yeah ella and adel yeah okay okay uh-huh. yes okay because you had said but that was Baptist and Mud was Pentecostal. Yeah, yeah, that was our religious affiliation. And with the Baptists, what we did, uh, see, y'all was so much down the road, y'all didn't do this. Um, uh, In the summertime, when it was, uh, when the Baptist church would always have vacation Bible school, that's what we had to do. And vacation Bible school was during the daytime. Now, the Pentecostal people didn't have it, but the Baptists, and that's where we went every during the summer, the whole two weeks, that's where we went to vacation Bible school. Yep. But other than that, on what? Wednesday nights? I think it was Wednesday nights. And some Friday nights. Of course, on Sundays, we uh, uh, went over there to the uh, Big Ditch. That's where we went, to the Big Ditch. That was the name oh, of the okay. church, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, Pentecostal big ditch, got a big ditch and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I guess Christmas, around Christmas time, you remember getting any toys 
What did we do? No. Like oh, I don't know. I, I don't remember getting into toys. I always wanted a doll baby. That's why I'm a doll baby freak now. I never had a doll baby. I, I know one time uh, me and dad went over to Mom Vera house to pick up some presents she had for for everybody. And she ended up giving me a piece, a pair of brown wool gloves. And I hated brown. I hated wool. I hated gloves until I got grown. I hate it brown. I hate I hate it brown. I don't know why she and but it, you know it, it hurt, but you get over it. But anyway, she had sent some little ugly dolls over there to y'all. You you weren't born yet. Uh, to the to the uh, to uh, let's see. She sent light one. Light didn't like dolls at all. Uh, she rather had what the boys had. But basically, what we got skates. I do not remember that we, from my dad. We always got a pair of skates, and so that was nice. Because we were able to get out in the house and, and, and skate, skate around. Because by then, you know, we had moved over there to the projects. Yeah. Okay, well, how many how many bedrooms was in the house y'all lived? Only four. It was four bedrooms towards the very back, the end of, end of the hallway. On the left was me and Lightroom. We had twin beds in there. And on the right, the, the boys slept in there. I think Robbie was a baby, was so young, he slept in there also, you know. I think they had one one uh, full bed in there and a twin-size bed. Hmm. And Howard used to pay, pee on the bed all the time. And it gets so <laughs> dad would make them get, it, get up in the morning before they go to school and take that mattress and sit out on the back. That was the most embarrassing thing. I felt so sorry for them, but it made them do it. Made them sit that pee mattress out there on their back. But when you look around, they had other boys' mattress sitting on the outside, too. Their mama made them sit on the outside. Yep. That's one thing I do remember. That room used to stink so bad, Jesus. That was a stinking room. And then the coming up the hallway on the, uh, like, coming up the hallway on the right was one room for the rest of the girls. I think it was uh, a, two sets of bunk beds, so there had to be at least four of y'all by then before they... Uh, yeah, yeah, it was about forty y'all bed, uh, bed born because it was uh two sets of bunk bed and like a large couch because eight of us slept on a long couch. Okay, cause uh, like I said, uh, I only I only remember the projects and it was what four bedrooms and one bathroom in the project. Was it two bathrooms? No, one bathroom. <laughs> one bathroom with four bedrooms. I remember yep. sleeping in the uh, living room. On a pull-out bed. Okay, that's what I remember. I remember Mimi having the months. Mother used to put that egg and that yeah. thing wrapped around her face and stuff like that. The, yeah, with no mumps and stuff like that. But yeah, and my, my, of course they had a closet in their room. In their room was a closet. They had a crib sitting in there. Mother had that many clothes nowhere, but whatever she had, uh, she had to push to the side. And it was crib in the closet, and it seemed like every year was always a baby in that crib. <laughs> every year, so it was a different baby in that crib. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This, and, this... See back, and see, back then, they didn't have no uh, uh, paper diapers, all cloth diapers. And I, re I remember this, uh, Bonnie, because Oscar, do I remember when I was getting ready to graduate, uh, Oscar Jr. come there one time because he was going to give me a scholarship. He was, he was a professor up there to Central uh -huh. in, in Durham, and he was a professor there, him and Clyde. And he came, he came I remember, he kept, but he said, Ethel, 
please let her go. Please let her go. Because she stay here, she's going to be washing diapers all her life. He said that, I know, a hundred times. I was sitting, you know, you couldn't sit in the living room while they were talking. So I sat back and I heard him. Kept begging her, begging her. Then she finally said, yeah. Well, Kenny ain't gonna want her to go. And when Mud just told Ken, Cole told Dad, and he, he didn't have no problem with it. Because back then, you know, he said you either go to, go to school, go to the military, or get your job. But you're gonna get out of here. That's all he okay. used to say. Oh, okay. All right. So, well, how do you, how do you, how did they afford to send you to school? Huh? How I got did... a scholarship. Okay. I got a scholarship right. then. Okay. Because yeah. it was real, you know, you don't get that much money. They, back then, they didn't give you no food allowance. And Ma used to be able to send me $15 a week, and Oscar, me and Fanny used to rent the Oscar Junior house and get food all the time. Because he lived right off of campus, and I do remember we, we used to run to his house and get, because Fanny was, uh, when I stopped, when I was in the uh, a freshman, Fanny was a sophomore. And uh, we, $15 a week sometimes, then that $15 got hard. Then, and there, uh, uh, Ain't, ain't, ain't Eliza, not Ain't Eliza, Ain't Fanny will send me something. Ain't Eliza every now and then will send me a little something. Send it to Mud, and Mud will send it to me. $15 back then went a long way. <laughs> In 66, that went a long way. <laughs> uh, anything you want to add? You know, you can talk about your books and stuff like that, you know, because uh, just have some questions and stuff like that. Anything you want to add? Well, you, I like when you ask me questions because my brand, my mind kind of go different places. Constance, you got a question? Um, let's see. What um, do you remember? Uh, birthday celebrations, like okay. so whether it was yours or whether it was one of your. Um, many siblings. <laughs> like, did y'all do group birthday celebrations? And some of them have like close birthdays. Ah, uh, that's one thing I often think about. I never had a birthday party. Uh, don't ever remember anybody having one. We might have recognized it by picking a cake. I don't remember buying it. Nobody. Well, ever just had I, I, I tell you too. I don't remember. I, I don't remember any, any birthday. No, we didn't have birthdays and all of that. We might have had cake and ice cream, but. Uh, not just sitting down inviting people to the house to do a birthday. No, we had too many folks in our house to do all of that. Except <laughs> I know when I was younger, uh, Aunt Eloise and them used to come over there all the time on Sundays. Mm -hmm. And we had like two chickens and mother would cut them chickens up so tiny because Aunt Eloise and them would never bring nothing. Never bring nothing <laughs> to eat. They come over and they eat. And I do, and mother put the food up to make sure that they don't eat what we had to eat, cause we couldn't eat till dad come in and sat down. Okay. No matter what day of week it was, and uh, mother had 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 all the stuff we were gonna eat, and they would come in. Oscar Junior, them I remember Oscar Junior and Clyde, and and they, they were all coming. Alan them, you know, when they were younger, they would come over and just eat all they could eat, and then they go home. Never bring nothing. They have clean up anything? Oh no, we never didn't do nothing. No, she didn't teach her kids to teach clean up. They thought they were what mother used to call them educated foods. They were so edu educated they couldn't do anything. <laughs> mm -mm. Uh, okay, all right. I don't. I, I I think that's it. You know, just you know. Do you remember you know, taking any trips together? Uh, the only trip we took was with school. No, we we didn't go anywhere. Back during the day, 
child. We didn't go too far because it was, uh, I would say, it was uh, the Jim Crow era. And in the Jim Crow era, if, era, if you're caught somewhere and you didn't supposed to be there, uh, you were dead. There was anywhere in Goldsboro back in those days. You couldn't run the streets or do nothing like that. But I do remember we took a, a trip with the school. We used to go to Wilmington doing the Azalea Festival. That was one of the nice things that I liked. That, but that didn't start to around 10th. Uh, 10th grade because uh, the 11th and the 12th grade I went to the slave camp up north <laughs> did uh, none of them siblings uh, did skip 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 school to anything like that did they oh girl no not on that day our father was <laughs> Kenneth Bryant if we just skipped school my bird would have known about it before we passed the house and then their show would have known it before we passed Slaughter Street there were two houses from Slaughter Street, and we, we did anything wrong. That's why we used to start look, used to start to going um, when we come down uh, Olivia Lane, and after you cross Slocum Street, we cut through the projects. So after we pass, we go through the projects and walk until we come out to to uh, Slaughter Street. And on, on that side of the street was called Lincoln Drive. We cut through that, come out on Lincoln Drive, and then then we either walk down Olivia Lane or go through the project. Most of the time, we just went through the projects again. But no, I, I, I had gotten so I didn't like me and Lot. We and Howard. This was, we were all in in high school together. We didn't want Howard to stay for basketball practice all the time. But me and Lot, we would be walking home. We didn't want Paul pop press by Mom Vera house. We cut through the projects to keep from going to her house. But we, I'm trying to say, no, we never took any other trips. Except I started going to New York. I went to New York in the ninth and 10th grade and and stayed with uh, Aunt Fanny and Aunt Eliza. I stayed with Aunt Eliza uh, during the weekdays uh, off 100. She stayed 126th Street on the, uh, right down the street from the, the theater. Oh, what is the name of it? She lived in Harlem. Anyway, the theater that's now, I, I, my mind the is Apollo? gone. Apollo, yeah. And I used to go to Apollo with her when I was up there. I used to go to the mm-hmm. Apollo. And this one guy, that I, I wish I could remember his name. He was a piano, piano player. And Aunt Liza used to dress. She was one of them cool ladies. Dressed and she had long fingernails. And the she nurse? always wore, wore these great big rings mm-hmm. and these high spiked shoes. And she wore most beautiful dresses, and she had little minks and stuff, and so we would go go there. Now, Aunt Fanny moved up there. I can't remember what year, but when I was in the, like I said, ninth and 10th grade, that's when I started visiting them in New York City. And Aunt Fanny uh, worked at, uh, she worked on Fifth Avenue in the, in, in the city, and she was a, a dietitian. And back then, they didn't have many black. You know, the blacks still had a little bit more freedom than they had down in Goldsboro. And uh, she was one of the head cooks. And although they, they have frozen foods now, if y'all have to help me out. They do frozen foods now. They're one of the biggest frozen foods company. And she banquets. made us a lot, huh? Banquets? No, not banquets. It's another one. Yeah, it's another one. I want to say a story or something like that. But anyway, that's where she ended up retiring, working there. And you remember she used to make that good old dressing? And that's the one that, that she was famous for. But, you know, they didn't put her name on it. They put the white man name on it. And it's now still out in the market. They still uh, produce that, that dressing, that stuff in what she did, she created. Yep. 
trying to say, no, we didn't go to another trip except up to Connecticut and to pick tobacco. And uh, w- one cute thing back back in our day, me and Lee, like, let's see, Lee, like Howard and Ray. Now, Howard went to Connecticut and he fell out because it got too hot for him. He couldn't take the heat and they had to send him back home. Ray was a tough one. He he make it through anything, but uh, constant Amber line too, right? So we nah. used to go. Uh, so we used to go. They they sent all the black kids out of, out of uh, Goldsboro during the summertime because they had nothing for them to do except shoot them. So they had to get rid of them. But you had to have a B plus average. You couldn't go if you didn't have a B, a B plus average. We had to get all our shots. And I remember the first time I had all my had my tooth pulled. Uh, those, the one that's way back there in the back, they had to uh, t- pull all your tooth and make sure you had a good record. And uh, we, w- we would go up there and work all summer. And then they had a bank account for each of us. And the day we leave there, they would uh, give us, once we got off the bus in Goldsboro, they would give us our check, uh, our check for what we saved. And most of them didn't have nothing because they spent all this. But I knew who Ethan and Kenny Bryant was. I saved every dime of mine. You remember but, how much? Huh? I, you I, remember used to, I used to come home, like, for the summer. I used to come home not less than $300. But Lot them blew their money. Lot blew hers all the time. She always buying something. And see, when we <laughs> go out there in the field to work, you you had, like, the... Uh, it was like a truck that could come by. It wasn't a modern-day truck, old-fashioned truck that would come by. But they sent us out in the field with bag lunches anyway. But I always spent hers. And then on Fridays, it was called when we got paid, we, we could go to uh, town. We went to town. It was, everybody went together. And we had our chaperones. And we could go in and buy buy stuff. Buy stuff. That was, that's the first time. I think the, the store that we used to go to all the time was Bloomer's. Uh, we go up there and we buy, buy whatever clothes and stuff we want. But see, me, I ain't want to buy none of this, so I rather make me some stuff, make me some clothes. That's why I kept my money and got back home, bought fabric, and that's what I did. So, a lot of sewing. I used to sew uh, a lot when I was in, in the ninth, tenth, and eleventh grade in, in high school. I, I would make a lot of clothes, and I pay people pay me. I would make their clothes and make them pay me too. So, okay, so who taught you how to sew? Like, you know, really, Ma taught me. After Mama uh, died and going on through the ages, Ma taught me, and then I taught Ma how to sew. I just started doing different stuff better. Okay. I just started doing better, and I got to sew on a whole lot, yeah. Yeah, because I remember trying to make some dog baby clothes. I used to sew and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. I've been trying to make some I, I, You know, nothing else to do. I used to read all the time and write. I did a lot of that, a lot of writing back in the days, mm-hmm. and a lot of reading. It ain't much you can read because the storybooks and stuff. Dad found something like that in the house. He'd kill us. So and read. I'm trying to remember what. There weren't no good books back in that day. So most of my stuff come from the library. I, what, I the public library or the school library? Oh, no, school library. No, you school library. Go to public school public library. We weren't even allowed near no public library. Uh uh-uh. uh, school school has some. Dillard had uh, very very equipped uh, things. It was advertised once uh, in in the Goldsboro newspaper that the niggas got the best equipment because see what happened. All of those that graduated from Dillard and went up north, they would buy school buy equipment and stuff and send it back down to yeah, us. Okay. So we had the best microscopes, everything. We had every best sewing machines. 
and then they were teaching you how to cook and all. We had all all that was new that we had down there. Yep. Because when Dillard moved from Ellen Street, that's why these dumb sisters of yours don't know. It moved from Dillard, when Mud and Marlon went to school, that's the old Dillard down there on Ellen Street, uh, all, almost to the highway, that, that down yeah. the street where Aunt Eloise used to live. Mm-hmm. And uh, while they were building the new school, we had to go down there for just a little bit, but not much. And, mm-hmm. and back, back then, we couldn't even go on the street where Goldsboro High School was. And if we were called over that area after dust, she was shot. See, I, I, I remember all that stuff. And I don't know what this new modern day stuff, you know, people don't know about all of that. But no, we couldn't go down that way. No, no, no. Certain certain grocery stores we couldn't go to. And but mainly the grocery store that we went through to is right there on, uh, what was it? Right there on Olivia Lane and Carver Heights Drive going into the project. That was, and then it was another one it was. I remember two of them in the, across from the project. Caraway yeah. Grocery. It was another grocery store too. Yeah. The, the one of them was close to where Aunt Adele used to live at, and then yeah, the other yeah. one, Caraway, yeah, was that, close to us. Yeah, that's the only stores we can, we can go to. No piggly wiggly and all that stuff. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Were there also clothing stores around? Uh, the, and where did clothes? you get your fabric at? Like was oh, there a black fabric, fabric store? I have to tell you this, Constance. I, I remember this too. And me and Ma used to go downtown to get fabrics, and and they always say, you know, the Negroes couldn't, the, the niggers couldn't touch nothing, and so that's when about the age when I was getting mouthy. I think it might have been like tenth, eleventh grade, and I I was a fabric nut. I loved to touch fabric, and I I touched them. And this little this uh nigger, take your hand. I think it may have cut off, but this is a conversation between my sister Nellie Burden and her two daughters, Constance and Amber. I, I truly enjoy the opportunity to be able to share uh, this recording, and I wanted to put it on the podcast so we can preserve it. Uh, God is faithful to his word, and I, I am so excited just to know that we're going to build a legacy on the generations, because I, I grew up during the discrimination period, and now uh, segregation, there's still discrimination out there, but during the segregation period, we went from uh, slavery to the uh, Jim Crow laws, and then over to uh, the, the uh, segregation, so I lived through the segregation, and that did not end until the 60s, I remember 1965, when the first time my mom and dad was able to vote. And all the and the marching we did uh, during the Martin Luther King era did that when Aunt Frances and my daddy would take take me down to the march. Um, I, I I end this by saying I am so grateful to my sister and the legacy that she is carrying on now. <laughs>